live life, plan a better tomorrow. Welcome to the Estate Planning Show about planning, controlling, and protecting your family, your wealth, and your legacy. And now your host, attorney Henry King Che. Everyone, welcome back to Live Life and Plan for a Better Tomorrow. I'm your host, Henry King Che, an estate planning attorney here in Mill Creek, Washington, a suburb right outside of Seattle, Washington. And today is Monday, October 21st. Hope everyone is having a great day. It's been sort of miserable and gloomy and gray and just gloomy, wet, raining all day here in Seattle. Typical fall Seattle weather. It's back. Winter's forebodingly looking bad, wet, gray, dark for us. Uh, this past weekend wasn't that great for us either in terms of sports. The Huskies lost to Oregon Ducks, and the Seahawks lost to the Baltimore Ravens. I did have great seats, by the way, though. I was in a suite for the first time in my life at, at CenturyLink Field, and so it was great to watch uh, the Seahawks lose the game from there. Um, today I'm going to touch on a subject matter. You know, I've talked about the adage of planning fail is failing to plan and that everybody should really lay out a plan regardless of your age. And I still hold that to be true, even for the young people. And yes, I've talked about young people in the sense of Nipsey Hussle, and Tupac Shakur and all these great stars who have who passed away at a young age where they didn't have a will and it's understandable you have a conviction that you're not going to get a debil debilitating illness or that you're not going to die and for the most part the odds are in our favor but it, it's different for everybody and everybody's circumstances are different and the type of work that you're in it all it all depends on what you're doing for a living, how uh, risky of a, is your job, for example. Uh, if you are a sports player, um, what are the risks there? And so depending on where you are in life, it may make sense to plan. It may make sense to put down a will. Now you may be saying, look, all I have is my 98 Honda Civic and the clothes on my back and a few clo other clothing items and a computer at home, an Xbox and a TV, and I still live in my parents' basement. And that's it, that's all I have, but I have a job. Okay, great, good for you, all right? Um, now, again, when we're talking about estate planning, we're not just talking about planning for your death necessarily right and you may not have much in terms of material wealth okay but you maybe have a plan where instead of having the state decide where your items go you maybe have some precious personal items that you want to have passed along to your your sibling that may be worth a lot of money in the future baseball card collection for example right and the you know, depending on your circumstance, you may want to put that down on paper, right? Now, you also may want to put down your wishes as to what should happen to you. 
and I did a video uh, about Terry Schiavo and, and that case. I won't go over that, uh, but Terry Schiavo going into a comatose state and never having laid down her wish and a dispute occurring between the husband and her family as to whether what was her desire in terms of pulling the plug or not. And that became just a decade-long-plus uh, battle that went all the way up to the Supreme Court. Do you want that to happen, for your loved ones to go through that process? Or maybe you want to put down a plan, something called an Advanced Healthcare Directive, which I'll go over in another video, which I have done in a previous video, but it'll be just revisited. Maybe you want to lay down a plan for that, and that's still part of estate planning in terms of your estate. So long-term care planning, disability planning, maybe looking into getting disability insurance, even if you are young. Even if you are young and invincible and you've never, get, you've never gotten injured, okay, knock on wood, you just never know. You never know when something can happen. It's about minimizing the risks, which is why we purchase insurance, right? So when you're thinking about laying down the foundation for a successful financial life, I'm not talking about necessarily becoming rich, but there are three pillars that, that you want to strengthen for sure, three foundational pillars foundational financial pillars in your life starting as a young person and if you get in that habit uh, the better off you're gonna be when you get older and you're still alive great and it is one pillar foundational financial pillar is um, minimizing the risk by instruments by financial instruments such as insurance it's the reason why we purchase uh, car insurance partly because it's it's uh, by law we have to have liability insurance okay but maybe you're renting and you're finally moved out of your parents house and uh, you should get renters insurance if you've moved out to your own place for the first time um, you may want to look into as I've indicated earlier disability insurance maybe you play a lot of co-rec uh, weekend warrior sports football soccer softball, basketball, okay, uh, in addition to whatever health insurance that you have through your employer, okay, look into getting disability insurance through your employer as well. Those benefits through your employer, they're worth a lot of money. You know, with a lot of places, you can estimate that amount, that the, the value of the, the health, medical, dental, vision, all that, the insurance and the health benefits can equate to about $20,000 to $30,000 depending on the plan. And that's how valuable that is when you're looking at deciding at which job you should take. Consider that as well. It's very, very important. Okay. And so there is that insurance piece, which is the one pillar. The other pillar, obviously, is building wealth, and that's through making money. You, you're going to have your major income, and maybe you're going to have some side hustles. Okay. Earning that money, 
that's going to be pillar number two. And that's what you're going to be doing for most of your adult life. Okay. What's the third pillar? The third pillar is a little bit different from the first one that I talked about. And it isn't about spending that money. Okay. It is about using that money to make more money. Invest it. Always thinking about the return on investment. Okay. And so that's also part of estate planning. Notice I haven't talked about buying a house. Buying a house can be part of your investment plan because sometimes that can be a very, very good, solid investment. Okay. But I haven't really talked about purchasing stuff. I've talked about purchasing insurance as a pillar, a financial pillar, a foundational piece of your life as a young person. Okay. And so the third piece is looking into investing, investing in stocks, mutual funds, uh, investing in, in sort of low risk vehicles and high risk vehicles. You know, talk to an investment, uh, a financial counselor. And look at how you can grow the money that you're earning. All right. So while you may think there's nothing to plan here, there definitely is for a, a brighter future tomorrow, brighter tomorrow. All right. You lay down that strong pillar, a foundational piece of, of minimizing risk through insurance. Second pillar of just earning money. Okay. Your main job and your side hustles, bring in that income, save that income, and in the third pillar, invest it. Invest it in vehicles where you can make the money back. And really, that's it for today. Uh, please subscribe, uh, connect, like, thumbs up. I'll be back. Until next time, live life and plan for a better tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Live Life and plan for a better tomorrow. Again, I'm your host, Henry King Che. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And until next time, live life and plan for a better tomorrow. I'll see you.